0: From the Cyber Hub bunker in studio, you're tuning in to the Cyber Hub podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Well, good morning from the road again, security gang, and welcome to another episode of the Cyber Hub podcast, Wednesday, September 27th, 2023. It's really early where I am, like super early, like no coffee shop, so no espresso this morning. Again, I apologize. I'll be back in the studio tomorrow all things willing uh, with how reliable airline travel is nowadays. And I'll be able to join all y'all for a ceremonial double espresso. So please don't hold this against me. It'll just mean I'll have to take a few more shots with all y'all tomorrow when we're back in the studio. So coffee cup cheers to all of you that are joining me this morning on this show. We're live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, now X, Twitch, and Rumble. Thank you for everyone tuning in this morning. Really appreciate y'all being here. We've got a, uh, a lot of different stories on today's show. Some we missed, um, and it is Reaction Wednesday. So so, so one of our uh, awesome fans did uh, submit a story for Reaction Wednesday that I'll be reading live and sharing with all y'all here on the show this morning. So let's go ahead and get going because we've got a doozy. First of all, a KNP Logistics, which is a UK logistics firm, is blaming now ransomware for going bankrupt This is going to lay off around 730 employees who will be made redundant as a result, although one of their entities has been sold and that saves around 170 jobs. So a net loss of just over 560 jobs there for this company, 560 Brits find themselves out of work as of yesterday the incident is a rare example according to this article of the existential threats that ransomware can pose to business but ransomware you know it's 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 here's the thing about this story and some people may rush this story and put it out there and go see if you don't buy my product then by all means you could be these guys and they're going to try to use these old scare tactics this isn't the case a lot of these companies fall victim at a time where they're really vulnerable, and 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 gang, we're in a tough economic time. Whether you want to admit it or not, we're seeing cybersecurity vendors lay off staff in the 10 to 20 percentile range. That's no joke. Where uh, the the economy is shrinking, inflation is having an impact. People are spending less money. They're less confident in the economy. And a lot of these companies who don't have security folks on their on their on their staff because they don't think that they're a target. And that's a job that we fail to communicate to companies and we're overly reliant on government to do this work. And you know, as Ronald Reagan once said, there's nothing scarier than someone knocking on your door saying, hi, I'm the government. I'm here to help. The same thing applies here, these companies don't understand the risks because they're not properly vetted to them because they go, who in the world would target me? I'm just a small logistics company with 700 employees. And, you know, you could say that's not small and it probably isn't in the grand scheme of things. But they fall victim to a ransomware attack. That ransomware attack was essentially that that straw that broke the camel's back and they went out of business. Was ransomware the reason? It was the straw that broke the camel's back. Apparently they had a whole, I I, I read the whole thing, y'all. Apparently, they had a whole bunch of financial situations beforehand. They were in a really bad state. Even before the ransomware attack, all the ransomware attack did was bring up the inevitable. Is it a lesson for all of us? Absolutely. It absolutely is. But is it something where we should probably be be going like, oh, see, ransomware, stake business. It's a rare occurrence. It doesn't happen very often. Let's just keep it real. But additionally, it just shows you that these small businesses need the most support. And we ought to make security more affordable for these businesses to not think they need hundreds of thousands of pounds or dollars to make these investments in order to secure their organizations. The CIS top 10, if you just did that, that's depending on the size of your firm, maybe maybe in the low six-figure investment, but definitely gives you 90% uh, uh, ability to, to withstand a attack. Which takes us to Coalition. For those who don't know Coalition, a cyber insurance firm is citing a significant jump, jump Sorry, in insurance claims just in the first half of 2023. They're saying ransomware attacks are up by at least 12%. Uh, and one in five uh, cyber incidents is involving insurance claims was with either Royal, Black Cat, or Lockbit, the three most common variant. And you can obviously see the cost has increased significantly, almost nearly uh, by 50% from the second half of last year to the first half of this year. And it's all oh, more than doubled from the first half of last year to the first half of this year. So last year people were saying ransomware. And even on the show, we said, looks like ransomware is turning da- downwards. We may have got it. All we, all, all we did was let the threat actors go back, rework their playbook, come back in and they're having a record year. And so the 18-month downward trend is gone. The average loss of more than $365,000 is obviously huge. And we just saw that on the graph. Large companies with more than 100 million in revenues bore the brunt of the ransomware spree, seeing a 20% rise in the frequency of overall cyber incidents. And that corresponded with claims, with a rise in claims severity of more than 70% to 236,779. You can obviously see that um, there's a big chunk of this going to Black Cat, Royal, and Black Bast, as well as Medusa, Locker, and Lockbit, all respectively being there. There's also fund transfer fraud. Coalition is saying they're seeing a ton of funds transfer fraud (FTF), um, where the actors remain in the account after the compromise, making it more difficult to report abnormal activity within the timeframe that potentially the Secret Service could recover the money. So they obviously know this, and they're making these changes, which means that you know we've got to be guarding ourselves through internal processes. To do this, this can't be something where we rely on technology. This isn't a technology fix here. This is a process fix. How do we internally go in and set up guards to ensure that we don't fall victims to these types of business email compromise, or fund transfer fraud, or payroll fraud, which are all so common. So these two stories let you know the state of cyber this morning, and it's it's not a good one. It's, it's sorry about that, y'all. It's bleak, extremely bleak. Um, so, I apologize for the noise. of Someone's driving, listening to the I go, oh my God, what is that? That's Yishai Repo. And that's an alarm clock because it's really early where I am. So, let's get into some of the uh, basic stories here. Apple, for their end, announced that their latest OS patch has updated and solved three new zero day vulnerabilities. Based on the previous work, they've credited the report for reporting the flaws. They've likely been exploded by a spyware vendor. These are the CVE 2023, 419er9er 1, 9 er 2, and 419 or three. All of those have been fixed in the latest Safari iOS, iPad OS, Mac OS, and watch OS updates. You want to make sure you get your Apple devices updated. Google for their and if you remember last week we talked about this libweb um, uh, p bug that's being exploited and attacks has now received a new cve their previous cve 2023 4863 has now been reassigned given a new cve simply because of the wide impact this has this is now cve 2023 5129 and this update is now jointly being reported by apple security engineering and architecture and the citizens lab of toronto this is again another spyware vendor and offensive cyber tooling the reason this has gone there is because the this has a greater impact making it a critical issue and it has a maximum severity rating of 10 out of 10. the new officially recognized as a libweb flaw it involves a heat buffer overflow and it impacts google chrome versions preceding 116.0.5845.187 the vulnerability resides within the hoffman coding algorithm and so now uh, any Versions previous to the one just read are impacted, so you want to make sure you're on the newer versions. OpenFire flaw is now allowing criminals to actively exploit and encrypt their OpenFire servers. They're they ex- they're exploiting a high severity vulnerability in the OpenFire messaging server to encrypt servers with ransomware and deploy Crypto Miner. The flaw CVE 2023 32315 is an authentication bypass impacting OpenFire's administration council, allowing unauthenticated attackers to create new admin accounts on vulnerable servers. They're using these accounts to install malicious JAR plugins that execute commands and receive a get and post HTTP request through APIs. The dangerous flaw uh, impacts all open fire versions from 3.10.0 dating to 2015 up to 4.6.7 and 4.7.0 to 4.7.4. So, this has been fixed with the latest versions released in May of 2023. Uh, There's still 3,000 servers that are running the vulnerable version. So, if you're one of those, make sure you address that. JetBrain's Team City flaw is exposing source code pipelines to attackers to critical uh, severity vulnerability into JetBrains TeamCity CI-CD software can be, could be exploited by an unauthenticated attacker to achieve remote code execution on affected systems. The CVE's been uh, assigned 2023 or 3. It carries a CVSS score of 9.8 and it's been addressed in the new version of TeamCity version 2023.05.4 uh, following responsible disclosure on September 6th. they so want to make sure if you are one of those, you use that. And Reaction Wednesday. So, a progressive leasing, which is a billion dollar company that allows people to lease consumer products, announced a cyber attack last week. In a statement to Recorded Future, the company said it has seen no major operational impact to its services, but it noted that it's still investigating progressive leasing. Apparently, these guys do um, uh, lease to own type of stuff that you buy from like Best Buy, Samsung, Cricket, Lowe's, Sales, Overstock, Dell, and more. Here, they're Salt Lake City based, uh, buy now, pay later. Uh, well, I like to call even, even like, get more credit on you in, in uh, certain economic times to own stuff that you may or may not need. So the corporation reported the uh, cyber attack to regulators at the SEC writing and believes that the involved data containing substantial amount of PII, including social security numbers of leasing customers. So they've had a data breach. They're not ready to admit the data breach because they don't know the impact of the data breach. They know has been compromised, but they don't know how much has been compromised. PII has been compromised. But all of that and just a simple update that kind of hovered uh, uh off, off off all of that they don't expect that there will be a financial fallout of the attack really this cfo lives in la land just saying it right now he does he lives in la land no financial fallout uh mr cfo have you done a google search before you gave that statement to the sec are you enjoying your job as a chief financial officer, or are you contemplating an early retirement and an exit from your trade? No financial fallout. You are going to be in litigation, and oversight, and potential shareholder lawsuits and customer lawsuits for the foreseeable future. I sense you, Mister CFO, have not been properly investi- uh, have not been properly uh, uh, educated on this matter. And he goes that well. It is what it is. So there's my reaction Wednesday. These guys just are absolutely amazing. Just, you can't make this stuff up. You can't. There you go, y'all. Apparently, Google is not a thing for the CFO of whatever the name of this company is, Progressive. And not the insurance company, the finance company uh, based out of Progressive Leasing. Just to put that out there. If you know that CFO, you may well just want to let them know, like, next time, consult. Just talk to someone before you say something like that no financial fallout there's a stock i'm shorting that's it for the show today and that wasn't a, uh, any sort of a advice for financial planning like don't 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 do what i do <laughs> that's it for our show this morning tomorrow hopefully we'll be back in the studio with all of y'all drinking an espresso and wrapping up this really really awesome week thank y'all for being part of the show have a great rest of your day and most importantly y'all stay cyber safe